Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Welcome back. Hey. Hey, how are you? Good to see you again. It's been a couple weeks. I missed you. Did you? Talking to the listener, not you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, did you say the listener? Well, no, when I was- Welcome to the listener. Well, no, when I was in school, when I was being educated, which you say I don't have an education or a real degree, (laughs) in my broadcasting class, they said you always refer to the listener in the singular. That way, the person who's listening feels much- more special instead of "Hey, you guys" or "Hi, everybody." Hey, you guys. That was not a very good sloth or um no sloth. Yeah, it wasn't the character in the Goonies. Yeah, who knows? Hey, you guys. That was kind of like a. I don't even know what you were trying to accomplish there. <laughs> I really don't have an answer. I know I, that I, my headphones keep cutting in and out. Yeah, I like that. This is just a very um, aggressive start to the whole. No, procedure. I, I have a preamble. All right, fine. Preamble. Uh, so, two things I recently watched. Okay. Which were, I kind of got sucked into a series on Netflix called Untold. Have you seen this? No, because I don't have Netflix anymore. Because they because I don't have that free ass shit anymore. So I said never. Thank you, Uncle Larry, for my. <laughs> Thank God, Uncle Larry. Larry's here for you, babies. I mean, I can give you the login, and you can use my account. No, okay, I, I don't want Larry. Uh, well, fine. Anyway, Untold. It's kind of like a grittier, like darker 30 for 30 like they really they like hit a so i watched one on the malice of the palace that was wild malice of the palace yeah that's wild so shit. listening to meta world peace oh good lord talk about all of that and everything leading up to it that was wild and then i watched the one on johnny Manziel. remember him yeah. yeah 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 he was making like hundreds of thousands of dollars between the end of his freshman year and the start of his sophomore year breaking ncaa rules or like he wasn't allowed to make money then here was an interesting piece going into the combine. So there were a couple of things. One was one of his best friends growing up, who's like kind of his business manager. Right. They conjured up a lie to the NCAA saying that no, because he gave money to his grandfather to write a check to put it into an account. And they just said that his family came from oil money. So they were already independently wealthy. I too from oil money. <laughs> I am an oil man. I suck up your defense. <laughs> Okay, sure. And then also when he was going into the draft combine, he was like he was cleaning himself up. He had one night in which he kind of, you know, broke and his agent was like, "What happened?" He's like, "I really don't remember. I don't think I can pass a drug test." So his agent conjured up a story and his dad faked a heart attack. So he had to fly home so he missed having to have a drug test. Cool. So those two things and then I watched the first episode of the New York Jets Hard Knocks. Really, really good show. I enjoyed the hell out of it. A lot of Aaron, very Aaron Rodgers centric. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some booing from um, the other room. He's such a weirdo. You can watch it. It's on HBO Max. Do you want to see like your your butthole being sunned? Your perineum? Mine specifically? I specifically don't want to see your perineum, but you know that's what he's all about. He's a weirdo. Need that vitamin D in all parts of your body, apparently. Yeah, he's he's a real weird guy. He is a he is a really weird guy, but he's a damn good quarterback, and he's made the New York Jets a problem. Well, no, no, he hasn't. Like he he's not good anymore. Like I've I've watched him, I've watched every game of his for the last number of years. He's not a good quarterback anymore. He he's a 
he's a quarterback that like can't do shit that just like gets really sassy. Like he'll throw a pass and then like get really upset that no one caught it. Like, yeah, dude, because no one was fucking there. It'll be interesting to see. I think that No, he's not good. He's right. a, he's a bad right. he's a bad quarterback now. Like he was good. He was one of the best, but now he's kind of a garbage quarterback. All right. Well, there you go. There's that. I know it was those were kind of sports related, but I was watching TV that wasn't for the show and you always get to talk about things you've seen recently. So I talked about those things. Oh, have I? Oh, you have you have things you've seen recently? No. Oh, I mean, okay. I I could, but no. Oh, okay. I want to see Oppenheimer. Have you seen it yet? No. Okay. Oh, hi, Kirby. I'd, I'd rather pay my mortgage than go to a movie. Oh, okay. Wow. Are you just comparing the cost of mortgage to movie tickets now? Yeah, fuck me. Yeah, they're pricey. Although Barbie's kicking its ass at the box office. Oh, significantly. But, like, they're both they're both making, like, serious cash. Like, it's not a one or the other. Okay. What the fuck? Jiggle the handle. Right, there there we, we go. go. There we go. Oh, we're, so we're back, baby. Your headphones went out, too? Yes. Okay. All right, that's all I had for my preamble. All right, so we're going to move on from there. Hey, we got all kinds of shit going on. Uh, news of the week. Is there really news this week? Yes, there is. Oh, wow. Is the strike over? Nope. Okay. Uh, news of the week. Weird comics facts, sports reports, other shit, whatever. Time goes, this is below. You ready? I'm ready. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Sad news. William Friedkin died. Who? Director of The Exorcist. Oh, okay. And what I mostly learned about him, I mean, obviously like his biggest movie, but what I didn't know is this guy had a mouth on him that would make me blush. Well, considering that one of the lines in the movie is, your mother sucks cocks. In hell, Karis. Yep, see, right there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, w- I would have liked to have seen, I mean, because there's a exorcist sequel slash reboot coming up i would have liked to have seen what he had to say but like yeah this dude had like he had a mouth on him like no other like which i didn't know truly until like he passed away like this guy had a serious mouth on him so it's kind of a it's definitely a bummer to see him go but is that something you aspire to because the fact that you said it was a mouth that makes you blush you said things on many occasions i would love to live in a world where i can exist in a world of zero fucks I think you kind of do, but you also like do have enough of a sense of professionalism about you that you're like, I don't want to cancel myself. <laughs> yeah, like this dude's like, who gives a shit? Like, who gives a fuck? Like, constantly, like this dude just existed in that world, like which I didn't really know, but I was like, oh, like is he your spirit animal now? He he was very sassy, and I I appreciate that about him. I respect so, it. So I'm sorry he's gone, but yeah, I mean he lived a life. He had a world of like great films. So I don't know. I'm I'm sorry that he's gone. I'm sorry that his sassiness is gone. Uh, we got some updates about Stephen King stuff. Oh, I saw a tweet about this today that you tweeted. Did I? You tweeted about Stephen King today. Well, mostly that you didn't like John C. Riley's main accent. And oh no, I the did fact not. that our town and camp that we are associated with got snubbed in a movie. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll probably not talk about that, but yeah, some Stephen King stuff. Uh, the movie Life of Chuck, which is going to be coming from Mike Flanagan which will probably be an indie project, is moving forward. Also, uh, Dark Tower, which uh, he said, basically, I can't talk about in any way, shape, or form. Like, I can't talk about the cast. I can't talk about our producing partners. I can't talk about anything else. Is looking good. Is there an episode three of Pot to the Dark Tower yet? There is. There's not a four, though. Wait, did three, did three come out in my absence? Three came out a while ago. Oh, but I lose track. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's so many to keep track of. 
Well, it's going to be like a 40 episode show. So you're almost 10% of the way there. Yeah, basically. Okay, good. But things, I mean, yeah, things are looking good. Good. For uh, the Dark Tower series, which is the most, you know, for months and months and also including like the strike hasn't been really a thing. Yeah, we're looking good. I like it. Uh, I, I this this isn't a podcast thing, but yeah, like one of the books, that, the only book, like the specifically references Cam, mm-hmm. Dolores Claiborne. Yeah, it, it's never said like you know Metrowana. It's called uh, like the um, the Christian Camp in Winthrop. Oh well, there are a couple, but well, we're gonna go with no, ours. There's not Pilgrim Lodge. It's not that because King knew Julio. It's that's it, a good point. It, it yes, ain't that, it ain't that shit. Yes, yes. Not in the movie? No, it's not in the movie, but it is in the book. Well, that's all that matters. Yeah. It's it's cool though. Like that we we got one. Yay! We got one. We got one. Good for us. In terms of the Ninja Turtle movies, Mutant Mayhem, we have a Kevin Eastman confirmed cameo. Do we now? This was not officially confirmed. Uh so within the movie, this you know, take it as a spoiler, take it as you won't. I don't really care. Uh Splinter does not like humans. So towards the end of the movie, Splinter is injured and he is helped up by one human individual. That is our boy, Kevin Eastman. All right. We like that. Main boy. Yes. Westbrook. He is a main boy. Uh, The character doesn't look like him in the slightest, but uh, yeah, Kevin Eastman is the voice of the character that helps Splinter up towards the end of the movie, a character that hates humans. Brings him up. He's like, hey, I got you, boy. I appreciate that. Yeah, just exactly. It's a good thing. Did you not appreciate the Instagram reel I sent you about Dirty Splinter? I have immediately forgotten whatever you sent. Oh. Can I jog your memory? No, you can't. But I'm going to, because you need a laugh. You need a chuckle. You seem to be morose. (laughs) Hey, the Warriors are coming back to the 1970s movie. The Warriors. Come out and play. Yes. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda will be producing that for Broadway. That's his next Broadway musical. He will be doing The Warriors. Wow. Sure. Sign me up. Why not? I like a good musical. I'm usually late to the party on it. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen that show. He's Yeah, he's going to be late to it. But... Big Cats guy over here. Love the... Uh, no, not really. I hate Cats. I think my favorite Broadway musical that I've seen is Pro... I don't know. Have I... you actually been to Broadway? I have been to Broadway. All right, what do, you, what do you got? This is not a judgment call. I'm just asking. Uh, Les Mis on Broadway was fantastic. I have not seen that, and I, I have only seen it in um, movie form, which I did not appreciate. No, no. The movie does not do it actual justice. I saw Les Mis. I saw um, in the East End in London, I saw Phantom. So I in London's right. version of Broadway, I saw that there. <laughs> I'm aware. Okay. Well, there might be people who I know you're aware, but like if somebody, the listener is not aware Okay. Uh, so, yeah, no, those two definitely, I would say, are on the tops of my list. All right. Max CEO David Zasloff, he was like, hey, we saved $100 million this year because we didn't produce any movies in this quarter. Did you say the Max? Yeah, just just Max. Okay, Whatever. Well, the, the, he, he's a fucking idiot. He's, did they save that money from not having to put the letters HBO up on anything? Good Lord. Like. Just read the fucking room, man. He's like, hey, we didn't spend $100 million on stuff despite losing I don't know how much money, but hey, we didn't spend $100 million. What are you doing? It's a good question. Like, this is this is just poor marketing. Also, I have a, I have a business, an insider question. Okay. But, I mean, this is just s- stupidity, but sure. What's your question? So, uh, I would imagine that Liev Schreiber is a part of the Screen Actors Guild, correct? Yeah. 
I saw something about him today, but I didn't look into it. Well, no, because he's um he's also the voice. He narrates Hard Knocks. Is that separate than like the the strike? Like if he's doing voiceover work, I guess he's not acting per se, but it's also for TV. Could you help explain that to me? There is stuff about the strike that I do not fully understand, which uh, mostly involves animation. Animation has two guilds. I do not understand where they fully land in terms of what is happening in terms of uh, SAG and WGA and all that stuff. Like, I don't know where it lands. I, d- I don't understand. It's And to be fair, it's pretty confusing. Like, some people, like, have their toes in both worlds so i don't fully understand every guild so where it's a live action show where he's like narrating on it and somebody had to do writing for it <sighs> i i don't know okay just curious because I'd, I'd hate to see there not be another episode because it was fantastic <laughs> but i also i mean more that... importantly hate to see this not come to a resolution in which the people that need to get paid get paid a fair wage yeah i mean there's animation like lives in its own world and i don't understand how that works mm. in terms of like wj and i don't understand in terms of sag it's it, it's something separate so okay. and i don't have a good answer for you in terms of anything i appreciate the honesty so i mean there's there are multiple other unions that exist and what people choose to do in terms of their own striking is a whole separate thing. So I, I don't know. There, There's a bunch of stuff I don't um, fully understand or know. Okay. that's I appreciate the transparency and the honesty. I was just curious. Yeah. Thank I, you. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of shit going on. So we'll move on from there to weird TV facts. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit pretty freaky but it's safe so this week we one of the things we're talking about is the star trek musical episode fantastic it is fantastic but one of the things that it did is uh it referenced the buffy musical episode so hard so oh my I, I wouldn't know god i I never seen it i think i've seen like maybe five episodes of buffy and they were all for this show <laughs> it reference i caught at least five references you look like look at me like i could like back you up on this. No, no. I I'm I'm saying they they did at least 5. Okay. I caught at least 5 references to this. And one of them was um Allison Hannigan within this uh the Buffy musical episode 607 Once More with the Feeling. If you want to get real specific. But, well, thank you. Uh did not want to sing. Understandable. Nobody wants me to sing, so I can sympathize <laughs> with her. Uh but within that, so I caught a few. Number 1, they I mean they reference bunnies pretty specifically in like in Anya has that whole thing with bunnies like bunnies 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 it must be bunnies like yeah they did that a couple times yep I I I, I will have to take your word for it that was in the episode well yes but I'm gonna take your word for it that it's a reference to the Buffy thing or maybe midgets short people that's not what the episode said <laughs> well I mean but I mean there's also when you like... connect the dots back to Joss Whedon are there things that he said that are really appropriate boy he was popular for a while <laughs> I mean, there's there's this whole shot where they copy with like Leon like lying down in her bed. It's like the same shot of like Tara getting eaten out by Willow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's all like I said. I think I caught at least five. Uh, but one of them is definitely like Allison Hannigan be like, "Hey, don't uh, let me sing in this." And she has like two lines in the Buffy musical. Again, I've I've never seen the Buffy. Now I feel like you're gonna make me watch the Buffy musical. No, because I. <laughs> 
I haven't reconciled my feelings yet. Okay. So I'm not ready for that. I think a huge step for you to do is acknowledge the fact that you do indeed have feelings as a human being. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you know what you need? You need to get high and relax. I just sound like Joe Rogan for a second. <laughs> Great. I'm glad you're there. You what? Can you I, st- I'm glad you're there. I'm not high. I'm certainly not Joe Rogan. I have more hair. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm glad you can at least clown him. Thank you. You do have more hair than Joe Rogan. That's about all I have more than he has. Because he has a lot of money, fame, resources. I don't want to even step into that world. Joe Rogan's world? Bobby's world. Or a world in which you get to make fun of me. I can do that without Joe Rogan. That's a good point. You don't need Joe Rogan to do that. <laughs> there is a certain fear factor to that, but... Oh, good Lord. <laughs> All right. Uh, either way, uh, Willow was not included in the musical. She only had two lines. That is our Buffy fact of the week. So from Wait, hold on, what, what would it be? The you mean the weird TV fact of the week? Yeah, whatever. So from Tara going down on Willow to help me out here to week one of NFL preseason games going down that, this week. That is not great, but um, okay, we'll we'll take it. It's time for Jared Sports Sports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. That could be the Boston Red Sox going down. Oh, U.S. Women's World Cup. They went down. They did go down. Yeah, we'll start with them. The U.S. Women's World Cup. They lost their quarter of uh, the round of 16 game. Whoops, a doozy. Yeah, not, not not a good look to them. Not for them. By by like millimeters, millimeters. They had the little goal line technology there. Uh, so that's it. Uh, that's a career for Megan Rapino. She is retiring at the end of the year. Missed a big penalty kick there in that game. Uh, so yeah, not good news for the U.S. Women's team. Uh, it's the earliest they've been bounced from the Women's World Cup in a long time. So. so I guess I'll watch soccer in two years. Well, you got Men's World Cup. Yeah, you've got in well, two I mean, years. Plenty of soccer if you want to watch soccer. I like, don't. Well, the New England Revolution lost their game in the uh, quarterfinal of the League's Cup, so they're out uh, of that. But there's plenty of other soccer to go on there. But let's talk about real football. And that Ooh, is real football. the NFL. Uh, the Hall of Fame game, the Browns and the Jets. That was the first official game type action for the NFL that was over the weekend the Browns come from behind to win nobody you know no real big name to play I mean Zach Wilson who was the starter for them last year but now he's been relegated to backup role for Aaron Rodgers being on the team so Newark just player Aaron Rodgers yes there you go uh <laughs> so you have that going no on cares. Patriots, uh, their open camp sessions have come to an end. Uh, Mac Jones has kind of really elevated himself up above Bailey Zappi. Uh, the word is that Mac Jones will not suit up or play in their preseason opener against the Houston Texans. Well, the bummer, like, I'm I'm not going to be around uh, for their preseason game against the Packers. I'm gone. Where are you going to be? Jersey. Oh, well, good for you. I got shit to do. The land of enchantment. Love Jersey. The Garden State. Goddamn right. What part of Jersey do you like? All of it. Like the nice part of Jersey? All of it. Is all of Jersey nice? No. <laughs> Do you like Newark? <laughs> no, no. Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, like lock your doors. Yes. And if you don't have doors, find a door and lock <laughs> Mother- it. Mothers, lock up your daughters. Because Zach's coming back to New Jersey. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, Patriots take on uh, the Houston Texans in their first preseason game this week. Next week, they'll have joint practices with the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's where you kind of see more Mac Jonesy things. Uh, Bailey Zappi made a little bit of a headline this week saying that he the offense is about 80% installed. Anyway, uh, so Patriots have not really made any other major news and signings. They brought back Trey Flowers. Because they're going to suck. Wow. Okay. That's... um. Oh, come on. Do you think they're going to be any good? I think they'll be better than last year. I think that they can make a playoff run. Like, I think they can get into the playoffs, but we're still, you know, four or three or four weeks away from the actual first Jared's, uh, the annual Jared's NFL predictions. I've, I've got to start doing my homework around the league, but I think they will be better than they were last year. The offense certainly has shown tons so of improvement. Bad. Oh, I mean, you haven't actually, like, you have a real offensive coordinator now in Bill O'Brien, and the defense will be pretty good. Matt Judon uh, got his contract restructured. It's, it's very, it's team friendly in an aspect, but it also was very Matt Judon friendly because it has uh, moved some guaranteed money around. Plenty of good incentive stuff. Trey Flowers is back on a uh, veteran minimum. Uh, he will probably end up being mostly like a practice squad guy. They've done that before in the past where they bring in a guy that's been in the system before but is a strong locker room presence that really probably can't. He's been, he hasn't played a meaningful snap of NFL football in almost an entire year. He got injured last September. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, but we'll get a look at uh, Bailey Zappi, Trace McSorley uh, at quarterback. Uh, so we'll be very interesting. Uh, I'm very excited to oh, watch sure that play. It's NFL preseason football, but that's where you're going to kind of learn about those second and third level players for the Patriots. That's it for Jared Sports Reports. All right, let's move on from there to Bohemian Star Trek City. What was the name of this episode? Uh, it was uh, Subspace Rhapsody. There we go. There that you was go. close enough. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope. We're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. Good. This is going to be a tough one to talk about, and I don't know how much we can actually dive into it. Like, there. Why, why is that? We're just going to rank every song? No, we're not going to rank every song. Like, there are people that are really good at this. Like, um, the actress that plays, like, Leon, she's great. Uhura was great. Oh, my God. God, like she has a Grammy and fuck, she got some pipes. Like oh. she is so good. That song she was singing in engineering was Chef Kiss. Fantastic. Oh my God. Like there's a few of them. Like they got like real pipes on them. And she was one of them. Like Pike clearly does not. Like he only had like a few things here or there. Like Rebecca Romaine, like she got some pipes on her. Like there's a few cast members in here who would just like can sing yeah like they're fucking great like carol kane can sing like there's just there are people in there that can sing one of the things i loved about this episode was the use of spock in this yeah that dude got some pipes on him too like not, that, he can sing not only that but some of the like the jokes that he was able to work in like one of the lines is like that's our prime directive you're like no it's not <laughs> yeah something about this that i like we've talked about this before in the show like this is uh Referencing the Buffy musical very, 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 very hard, like a lot of times over. But something that I thought was kind of a negative about this is uh, trying to work in techno babble. I did like which, that. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I, I didn't like that. The was trying to do that. I'm like, yeah, okay, great. Like, this is part of the show. This is what we're doing. But yeah, some of the techno babble. I'm like, all right, sure. 
I don't think that worked very well. I thought it did. I thought it all worked really well. Loved. Can I can I say the part about the the end that was a kind of maybe a spoiler, but no, go if it's the thing I think, go for it. The Klingon singing that was so great. <laughs> I love and the choreography in the background. It, it, it was just I, I was watching uh, the show with my wife, and I was like. I want the Klingons to sing like I want them to come in. I want them to do a thing. And they did it, and it was just hilarious. It was fantastic. Oh my god, I love the Klingon bit in this. It's so funny. The just everything. I was curious as to how they were going to get into it being a musical, and this is so the episodes in which they've taken huge swings have been home runs this season. I think. Well, we definitely like Pike is not a singer. No. Like, he's not, like, they got him in, like, two songs briefly. Like, that dude's not a singer, though. Like, No, but what I like about it is, though, even though he's not a singer, it's still, like, it would have been harder to do that, the suspension of disbelief or, like, get over, like, oh, this is gimmicky if everybody on the crew was a perfect, like, amazing singer. I mean, that also kind of goes back to the Buffy thing. Like, not everyone is a singer. No, I'm not. I'm far from it. I do rip a mean karaoke when I have a few Bud Lights in me or Coors you, I Lights like, I th- um, or any beer for that matter. I rewatched uh, Guardians and I have like Rainbow Since You've Been Gone in my head like so hard. It's a great song. Since You've Been Gone. Uh-huh. I'm going to say Captain Pike sings better than you. I don't think he does. All right. So we're going to move on from there to Jared's Reading Corner. Yes. It's Jared's Reading Corner. I read. <laughs> great. So And I um, read in advance. Great. I didn't wait until today. So this month, um, it is Jack Kirby's birthday in August. Yes, thank you. I'm so glad you rang that bell. I am. Well, I'm glad to have rung the bell for you. <laughs> but uh, Jack Kirby, it, it's a few weeks away, but it is Jack Kirby's birth month. So I thought, hey, you know, we got a couple of things going on. So let's talk about Jack Kirby. So I have a question. A little bit of a G. When, when, when you say a little bit of a G? A little bit of a cheat. Oh, he, Jack Kirby was a cheat? Well, just this whole story. Oh, okay. A little bit of a OG cheat. All right. Original gangster Jack Kirby. Oh, uh, okay. Well, no, I was going to say, if we're doing a whole, like, celebrate his birth month when October rolls around, can I call it, like, my birth month and I can have, like, extended celebration? If you bring booze, you can. Excellent. That's right, because I'm planning the drinking episode this year. <laughs> yes, you are. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I... All right. So, so, so yes. Um, so we are going to be talking about the Mark Wade, Mike Waringo run. Oh, look. Casey Jones. Like Casey Jones, the train engineer. Casey Jones. Probably a different guy. Casey Jones from the uh, Grateful Dead song. Which either is either way, that... um, the thing is dead. Dr. Doom killed him. Shot him in the chest. Yeah, that. Whoopsie daisy. Yes. Not good for him. No, not great. And apparently everyone thought it was some kind of a terrorist attack and the Fantastic Four were doing bad things. Well, short version is Reed Richards took over Latveria briefly. Good for him. Then he didn't. He gave, just gave it back. Then he had a melty face. He got shot in the face and it was like, oops, everything is like on this side. Yeah, it, it looked, it looked, it was, uh, it was not good for him. It, it he needed an ointment or a balm or something. He had a melted pasta face. Well, that's don't. That's why when your parents, when you were younger, say don't pick at it, you don't pick at it. <laughs> I made a real joke. <laughs> Yay! Hey, I, hey, I'll appreciate him. Thank you, thank you. I uh, like a funny. Uh, I made a funny. Oh, it's two. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> read also white Nick Fury's in this. 
I mean, White Nick Fury was around for a long goddamn time before, I guess, well, before was, Black Nick Fury came in. This came out, what, the 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, this is a mid-2000s book. This is like 2004-ish, maybe. I, that, that was just my guess, because the art looked like late 90s, early 2000s-ish. Yeah, so the thing, the, the, yeah. He's dead. He's dead. Reed Richards has tremendous amounts of guilt. Um, he's like, he's my best boy. And John is like, son of a bitch, he's my best boy. Yeah, but Reed then like locks himself in a lab saying, I can bring him back. And then he finds like a small, tiny-ass bit of life force living within the thing's corpse. Because he's in a tube. He's, yeah, he's in a bath tank. He's in a tube. He's in a bath tank. He is in a bath tank. Where's my tube boy? But meanwhile, the rest of the Fantastic Three are struggling. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> I should call them the Tremendous Three at that point, are struggling because, well, all their assets are frozen. They're wanted for terrorism, and they were going to arrest them, and they're like, not today. We're going back to our place. But Reed is like, I have this thing that Dr. Doom made to save his mom from hell, which we didn't know she was in hell at the time. Yeah, no. Um, so the way that worked is, yes, uh, Dr. Doom wanted to – this is a very long-running thing. It was like, hey, I want to I see my mom. And Dr. Strange is like, all right. He's like, I want to see her in heaven. He's like, cool, not in heaven. Yeah, and they have that. to go to hell. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's a thing. And, well, not the thing. Ho-ho. There's more? That's about it. Okay, cool. So, anyway, the goal is to bring him back to life. But they have this weird chair thing that only Reed can sit in and everyone else can stand in proximity. And it works for them, I guess. I don't understand the technology. So, here's a weird thing. So, um, Reed's oh, good, like, hey. there's normal things in yeah. comics. Reed discovers that ben is in heaven ben in however you want to take this because this specific issue does not deal with it ben is essentially jack kirby to a point like Mm -hmm. um he is a jewish character he has a jewish heritage whatever the hell like there's jewishness there Mm -hmm. and reed brings johnny and sue to heaven is this jewish heaven is this christian heaven we don't really know but what's very, um, I, I think, interesting. I don't think you can call it Jewish heaven or Christian heaven. I think they're the same. Yeah, I mean, take it as you will, man. Like, I don't know. But I, I think something very interesting, like recently, I've greatly enjoyed. Uh, I read this. Um, I read, like, this entire fucking run. It's really good. Uh, Chip Zdarsky and um, a number of artists did Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And Chip Zdarsky is a guy who, like, did a bunch of, like, kind of, like, jokier books like sex criminals and a few other odds and ends and then he turned into like i'm I'm doing daredevil i'm doing batman like a real joke like he um if you go back a few years you can see him like uh, he did a promo for daredevil for my store which is great it's fucking phenomenal like i this dude's really fun and like i tried to adopt a dog once because of him like whatever it's holding Mm. you successfully Um, adopted a dog later on though this was a later dog, but um, oh, well, you were gonna have two dogs. It was a very cute dog. Well, I mean, that's fair. But yesterday it was National Cat Day. <laughs> it was, and uh, my cat, you know, he does his own thing. I lost my train of thought because of that. Um, dog, Daredevil. Uh, oh, so yeah, so uh, he he was doing a Daredevil, Daredevil run, which is fantastic. Which I uh, I read a ton of last week, and I read like literally thirty one issues of it, and it's it was so clearly like designed as like a point A to point B kind of thing. Like it's not a, I did an arc and then I did another arc and I did another arc. It was mm-hmm. just so clearly designed as like, Hey, this is really fucking fantastic. 
No, this, um, this is fantastic. That's Daredevil. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but one of the weird things is uh, Matt Murdock sat down with Reed Richards. He's like, hey, man, like, do you believe in God? Do you believe in the afterlife? And Reed's like, I don't know. I'm like, dude, you went to heaven. That's a good point. He did. You met your creator. And like your reaction is, mm. he fixes your face <laughs> with a fucking eraser. Yeah, he does. At the so... end of a Ticonderoga pencil. <laughs> so I thought like just in terms of, you know, I mean, there's. There's a million billion comics, but I just thought it was very funny that Daredevil was talking to Reed. He's like, hey, Reed, you're the smartest guy in the world. Do you think that heaven existed? Reed's like, I don't know. And meanwhile, I'm over there being like, bitch, he went there. It's true. He, he has... met the Lord. We're not there quite yet in our coverage. In our but... review. Well, I mean, if the <laughs> but... Lord was Jack Kirby, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're fine. We're going to get there. So anyway. Um, but yeah, like. Reed Richards met um, the Lord, and meanwhile, this Daredevil comic is like, I don't know. Well, I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Crisis of faith. It happens. So anyway, you've got the Fantastic Four, Three. Uh, you got the Tremendous Three. Ben's dead. Ben's dead. But Reed goes, I can bring him back. And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, I've been keeping him in this glass tube of liquid for some time now. So anyway, they use Dr. Doom's um, afterlife chair, whatever you want to call it. Where he wants to talk to his mommy. Yeah, but they also even make, make make reference like, oh, yeah, but she was in hell. They're like, yeah, but we're not going there. So We're going to go see the Lord. Mm, well, I don't. they were mostly going to see Ben. So they get to heaven, but they're not really in heaven. They're like, like a suburb of heaven. <laughs> like they're just outside the city walls, you know. So there they are. They meet Ben, but not before they are trying to, they're, they're like kind of starting to be turned away by these faceless archangels who like have like, Thought matrix faces that give them, you know, messages like "you don't belong here." I love that. I love that so much. That like go back they, the way you came. When they fight the angels, it's yes. just like you don't belong here on their yeah. face. And the angels are like, "We could wipe you away with a flick of our wrist, but we're not going to kill you because you're not dead, and that's why you shouldn't be here." Kind of thing. But they find Ben, and Ben's hanging out with his brother. Yeah, who's been dead forever. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dan, good old Dan. Dan, Dan Grimm is also somehow not in like in downtown heaven. Do you get kicked out? Do you like meet him on the outside? But it's still hang out with the homie. But they come to find out that there's a secret gate. There's a secret door next to the big door of heaven that's kind of locked it, and they surmise that it's Reed Richards who's put the lock, the door there. And the reason being is he can't let Ben go. He can't let Ben go, and Ben is on some form of like again, he's in a life tube tank, so he can't go into heaven because he's technically not fully dead. He's like it's a purgatory. He's only mostly dead, like the Red Riot Roberts. <laughs> I'm not dead. <laughs> uh, I think you're you're crossing up your references. That was um, that would be. I'm doing some Monty Python. Yes, you're doing some Monty Python. I was going Princess Bride. With, ah! he's, o- he's only mostly dead. <laughs> I'm not dead yet would be the uh, Holy Grail, but still. Uh, Good shit either way. Yes, thank you. Ben has not fully shuffled off the mortal coil. I mean, he's like 99 point. He's like ivory soap. He's 99.9% there, but he's not 100% pure. I'm not dead yet. Uh, boom, thump. <laughs> I'll be back next week. <laughs> Bring out your dead. Oh, what a great movie. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Ben is dead. And, Plenty um, of time. Uh, the Fantastic Four are welcome into heaven. Ish. And this is where things get fun. And this is where um, I think this is a big point of like internet reference. It's also like it's an incredible way to retcon some stuff. What we and find out tears is. Tears down the fourth wall tremendously. Way back in like. 61 like the fantastic four were created by stanley and jack kirby 
And what we find out within this world of heaven is that God is Jack Kirby. Yes. I mean, he it, is it, the creator. It, and he talks about that he has a partner in this. He also, yeah, he got a phone call from his collaborator. Nuff said. Yep. Oh, my God. It's, it's a great so reference. Like, Jack Kirby is God in this. And it's, it's fucking great. And honestly, like, it... It kind of got me, like, I, I reread this, obviously, like, going into this, and I'm not going to lie, it got me misty-eyed. Mm. Like, it's good. Like, it's just, it's a lovely reference. It's sweet, and it's kind, and it's... I love the ending to it. I love the... I love, like, um they they go back, like, he, uh, Reed has, like, a weird melty face, but uh, Kirby erases, like, Reed's melty face, and it's just... It's kind and it's wonderful and it's just Kirby is like God to these characters and he gives them something at the end and it's just he gave us a happy ending and it's just them being old and being happy together and it's it's just fucking sweet, man. Like, I love it. It's so good. Except for Ben because he draws him back as the thing. He doesn't allow him to just be, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's still, it's just sweet. And I, yeah, like Kirby is God in this and it's like, you know, going into Jack Kirby's birthday, his hundred what would be his 106th birthday like it's just it's fucking sweet and i i like it i like it so much and it's one of those things like i don't know if everyone's read it and i I, i'm sure not everyone has read it but it's just it's a kindness and it's good and it's it's fucking wonderful i just love it i i love this little bit I think it was definitely, it was kind of a neat way to pull back the curtain a little bit on some things and fix a couple things that may have happened leading up into those three three issues because I had no idea what was happening in the first half of the <laughs> I'm sorry, do you want to read this whole fucking omnibus? You're uh, welcome to do it. Uh, nope, that's quite all right. <laughs> I, I, uh, I got to mow my lawn or something. One <laughs> blade of grass at a time. So, no, but I enjoyed it. It was, uh, it was different. Of course, I don't, you never really... I mean, I don't give me you, the same thing. I don't think you knew why things. I was leading into this. I was like, oh, yeah, read these three issues. Like, Ben's dead. Like, oh, man, wh- why is Ben dead? It all leads up to just like Kirby is God. And mm-hmm. like, within like the Marvel realm, and it, it's just fucking good, man. Like, I don't, I don't got anything else about it. It's just good. It's good and happy and sweet and just a lovely little tribute. Yeah. It's just good stuff. I like it so much. It's, it's, it's a good fan. I mean, the whole run is a good Fantastic Four run, but this is just a nice fucking run. It is. I love. It's a neat way to retcon some things, fix Reed's face, bring Ben back to life, tie up some bows, and set him moving forward. All right, we're gonna move on from there. Yes, the letters, the letters. All the questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. Well, we're gonna go from a really nice, high, positive note. Well, we could do one of two things. Okay. We we have the one that I told you, or we could have a different one, which I kind of said we were going to do last week. Oh, this is the one you said we are going to do last week? Uh, no, you weren't here last week. Oh, what was the one that we are going to do that you said you were going to do this week, from last week? Do you have any advice for first-time home buyers? Oh, do you want to do the comic question or the home buyer question? Did you answer the home buyer question? Did or not. You're, you're awaiting? Did, did not. Sure, I'll dispense some homeowning advice. All right, home buyer question is: Hey, do you have any advice for first-time home buyers? Next week, this whatever fucking is sitting here, I guess. Yeah, because I couldn't really come up with a good answer to that one yet. All right, so great. Uh, first-time home buyer advice for first-time homeowners. It's all bullshit. Yeah. So all those things that you do it eight years ago. Yeah, that too. All those everything that you never 
the it's the things that you don't think of as a homeowner that come back and get you. For in, like, and it's the other piece of advice is you're generally on an island as a homeowner unless you have really good like make sure you have really good friends that can help you out in a pinch when something goes wrong. The other piece I would say is it's yours, so don't feel afraid to make changes to it. Like when you have an apartment, you really can't make big wholesale changes. Because that time that you were putting like wet rags on your heater to bring up. Uh, Well, okay. So it was a plastic lockbox around the thermostat and I had frozen frozen, uh, ice packs and whatnot up against it. I got a message from them saying, we don't believe it's 32 degrees in your apartment. So you need to please stop putting cold things on your thermostat. I said, oh. (laughs) That's a real thing that happened. That's a real thing that happened. Because they had it set at like like six like fifty eight, I think it was, but the heat really didn't kick on until like you did something like that to make it warm. The other piece of homeowner advice would be be careful about how much you want. Like and I think you could speak to this again. It's you don't know what you don't know. Like when you bought your home, you didn't know what you didn't know about how bad the foundation was as far as leaking. Yeah, you just. I tell you, like half of home ownership is just like keeping water out. Oh yeah, water is evil, <laughs> and keeping heat in. I think is basically yes. the in- is ninety eight percent of ownership. It is. I also now sympathize a lot with the landlords about keeping the heat down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't find myself cranking it, but also I would say for home ownership. Like always make sure you have a rainy day account uh, in case something comes up that you need to take care of. But again, there are going to be times you feel like you might be on an island when it comes to something. You're If you have a good support system of friends and family around you, you're not on an island when it comes to owning a home. I know I've had you help me with some things. I've helped you with some things. Uh, both of our families have helped us individually with things. I've, I've had some brutal. I think you've had some. You've had some horror stories in this house. The the most brutal one is watching the Super Bowl at your house. Mm-hmm. The Patriots lost. Yeah, and I went home. I went. I went to bed crying, and my whole fucking basement was flooded. And this was February. Yes, and I was I was awake for over forty hours. And one of the things that I did that still exists to this day is I was digging a ditch to make water get redirected. And I was doing it with a grub hoe and I was just screaming at like 2 a.m. like, you motherfucker. Oh, yeah. That just digging a digging a trench to get water to be redirected away from my house. And it was, that was that shit was brutal, man. Also, the best advice I can give about owning a home. And it's something that's some advice that I'm going to work on the next two weeks of vacation doing better at. When you buy a house, that's the perfect time to get rid of a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, my God. You have so much shit. I do. Like You the, have three rooms of shit. Eh, like two and a half-ish now. No, don't fucking lie to me. You two. have three. Well, the front porch isn't really a full room. It's like a half room. <laughs> okay, great. I did take like three large garbage bags out of there the other day. Oh, and there's still a lot of shit in there. There's a lot of cardboard that needs to get burnt also in that front room. But that's aside from it. Also, the other piece of it, of homeowner advice I would give you is to, you know, invest in good appliances. Like don't go cheap on appliances and don't go cheap on, you know, things that you need to like maintain the outside of your home. Like get a good weed whacker, get a good lawnmower, get a good snowblower, things like that. 
those would be some of my advices. And also, also, All roof right. rake. You need a roof rake. <laughs> I, I never needed one of those. You did, though. Uh, not anymore. But there you go. There's your homeowner advice. Probably it was really shitty homeowner advice, but I think you summed it up. It really comes down to two things. Keeping water out and heat in. <laughs> that really is most of ownership. That that's what it is. But again, also your house, once you buy it, it is a blank canvas. Feel free to be creative with your space. I mean, there's some cool ass shit down here. There is. Yes. Look at that one. Frakes. It's true. Look at that. Frakes. Look at that. Signed by him. All right. All right. There's if a you, movie next week. Ooh, all right. Well, if you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Plus, you also get access to things behind the paywall like Pods of the Dark Tower. Three episodes out now. Who knows about a fourth? Oh, we were talking Dark Tower today. All right, there you go. So a fourth episode has uh-huh. at least been mentioned. So you've got that, uh, plus other stuff behind the paywall at patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. Interact with the show. Email us, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. On X. Yes, on X. X. Okay, when you say it like that, it sounds even worse than it really is in <laughs> real life. They made him take down his X sign because it was too bright. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on. Whatever. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, just look up Editor's Note Comics. I'm there, too. At Junior Rich. Football season's coming, so you know what that means. All right. What do we got next week? You said a movie? A movie. Oh, is it the uh, the one Ninja Turtles and Batman? Yeah, that movie that you saw at the top of the stairs. Yeah, usually when there's something at the top of the banister, I'm like, oh, that's for me. Unless it's a really thick <laughs> book, is. then I'm like, oh, that's for me. It's it's really fucking good, though. I'm excited for it. It's a really good movie. I, I, I rewatched it. I haven't watched it in a little bit. I was hoping you'd give me Batman uh, another time that the Power Rangers and Ninja Trolls got together. That would have been okay. Have we, have we not done that? I don't know. Uh, probably it's best if we did to not do it again. And if we haven't done it, it's probably best to also not do right, it. Cool. Um, right. Yeah. No, that, that movie at the top of the stairs. Yes. That's, that's a good fucking movie. I look movie. forward to it. You should. It's really good. All right. I, I rewatched it. I was like, fuck, this is a good movie. By the All way, right. give me, because I missed it last week and I haven't spent the $19 to go see it yet. 30 second review on Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Great. It's it's a good movie. It's not my favorite Turtles movie, but it's really fucking good. Is it better than the last one we went to? Oh my God. A million times better. That's all I needed <laughs> to hear. A million times better. A million. Yes, thank you, Dr. Evil. Damn straight. All right, we'll be back next week. Uh, Batman versus Ninja Turtles. Oh, boy.